And the winner is... Imagine an awards show where the winners go up on stage to accept their winnings and they thank God and they thank the gays. To God and the gays. And they make poignant speeches about how much work it took to get them there. Thank you, God, for the trials and tribulations that you allow us to go through. And they talk about the dark nights of the soul that they suffered. Oh, my God. (laughs) And about all the adversity that they face giving birth to their art. I lost a lot of myself. Tonight, winning this kind of feels full circle. And of course, you can relate. They might as well be describing your own situation right now. Because I thought it was impossible. I thought it wasn't going to work. The only difference between them and you is you're not sure if you're ever going to get out of these dark times like they did and be successful too one day. Well, what if I told you I kind of have a crystal ball and I can give you a glimpse of three possible ways that your future could look like depending on simple decisions that you make in the next months. Today, we are reading from the Book of Transformation. You are listening to Make Art Not Content, brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face, themselves. Enroll today at lastnightsparty.tv. The first way your future can look like is you can become extremely successful. So much money that you waste it. So much fame that you have to rent a private island to fly your friends in just so that they could celebrate your birthday with you. You have everything that you used to dream about as a child. And it came to you so quickly. And you even get to play out your revenge when the girl who used to treat you like shit in high school walks up to your table at the nice guy, you will get to pretend that you don't even recognize who she is and then laugh with your friends as she walks away. The perfect LA future, even though you won't live in LA anymore for tax reasons. And this future life is completely accessible to you if you keep working as hard as you do. But you know I haven't painted the whole picture. There is a Mulholland Drive dark side to it. I go to this psychic in Santa Monica. Her name's Psychic Shirley. And recently she said to me, she was like, Dana, what if when you get there, because you know you're going to get there, what about when you get there, you're like, oh, this is what it feels like? This is it? And it's not what you feel like? Then what are you going to do? And then how are you going to feel? Because you never really define success for yourself, all you know how to do is chase the dragon. You finally understand what Sophia Lamar meant when she said, life isn't short, but your youth is. You run around ragged. You try to make friends with people who are richer than you, more famous than you, because you hate the idea of hanging out with anyone that would want to hang out with you. They must be losers. You yell at your assistant even though you promised your therapist this morning that you wouldn't anymore. And when you have insomnia, you think of all the glamorous ways that you can of committing suicide. And other times you fall asleep with your clothes on, drunk and alone. And there is less and less art in your life every year. This is the first way that your future can turn out. The second way? Well, there's a student I had. When he was inspired, he felt like an emperor. But when the well was dry, he felt worthless. He hated the struggle. Some people are like that. They only want to experience the sexy parts. They would curate all the hard times out of their lives if they could. Just like they do on social media. They see musicians, actors, writers, and designers, and it looks like so much fun to them. But they only want the perks of that creative lifestyle without any of the anguish. They want the outcome without the process. 
They want to be able to stand on stage one day and thank God and thank the gays, even though they never prayed and even though they never participated in pride. They want the awards show after parties without the multiple years of continuous pain and ambiguity along the way. That student of mine, he would always say that he was ready to go to hell and back if only there was a guarantee. But there is a guarantee, I would tell him. Yourself. All you have to do is make every other alternative unacceptable and then pay the consequences of that decision. The consequences are how repetitive it is and how boring it could be sometimes and how lonely. The art of discipline is only exciting when it's cut together in a film montage that lasts for 13 seconds. The real version is teeth-clenching cold showers and energy-draining fast that feel like they'll never fucking end. Sometimes you just don't want to get up and do it again because, oh my God, but you do it anyways. Welcome to hard work. Sometimes you plateau for two or three weeks before you see any new progress, but you do it anyways. Welcome to hard work. Welcome to hard work. So this is scenario number two. And in this scenario, you never pay the consequences that I just described. Why? Because in this version of the future, you give up. So many things that I've done have been my creative goals. And so I think it's like really important to keep that perspective. Like, I feel like I'm living my creative goals constantly. I am living it. And it's not like, Oh, I haven't attained it yet. I'm living it every day. The third way that your future could look like is realizing that you're already successful. Like right now, for the simple reason that you're alive. Everything else that happens from now on is bonus. I call this the million dollar perspective. Where you're constantly humbled by the fact that your current situation is someone else's ultimate goal out there. Your million-dollar perspective gives you the luxury of knowing that no matter what happens, it's going to be all right. You've come to grips and internalized the idea that the true measure of success is being able to take the ambiguity of your current situation and to do what we talk about constantly in the mystery school. You learn how to use the unknown to your ultimate advantage. You used to see the gap between where you are right now and where you want to be as a tragedy. And feeling that ambiguity always made you feel lost and stressed. So you were always looking for quick fixes, always ready to sell your soul at any time to shorten the distance. But now, you look at the gap between where you are right now and where you want to be as a journey. And feeling that ambiguity is enjoyably suspenseful. And every time you open your eyes in the morning, you strap yourself in for the ride. These days, you're ready to mine every bit of emotion from everything you encounter along the way. You feel like you're already living your future right now. Even I try to think about like me at 13 or 14 looking at me now. Like I recorded a song with Marilyn Manson and I sat next to him and he, he said, sit next to me, you inspire me. Obviously, yeah, all the money in the world, the goal, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like, I'm living my creative goals. And when you see that person get on stage accepting their awards and talking about how hard it was, you never package it up in your mind like it's a meme or an esports montage. And you never compress it like everyone else. No, instead you expand it. You revel in it. 
you think back to what it must have really felt like, the day-to-day of it. You know, in the Book of Transformation, in part two of God Momentum, at the bottom of the page, there's a list of energy builders. And in that list, I mention reading biographies. Because when you feel someone else's struggle in vivid detail, it reminds you in the most touching way how poetic that struggle really is. You realize that, just like them, every dark patch you'll ever face will be a key part of your story. So, instead of being so hard on yourself when you're down, you should take a little time out and romanticize the moment a little bit more. Like, have a tea ceremony in its honor for giving you such rich material that you'll be able to use in your own acceptance speech one day. Laugh at it, even, for coming to your doorstep so predictably every couple of weeks foolishly forgetting that you always tire it out. Start to understand the major truth that maybe you forgot. You got this.